has boosted vaccination rates to better than 90 percent. USPS begins slowing down mail service today. Marissa Taylor says she's already having issues with late paychecks she uses to take care of her two siblings with special needs. They keep giving me the same answer, which is, oh, you have a new driver. It'll be out today. You don't get mail that day. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi called off a vote on the president's $1 trillion infrastructure plan last night. Congresswoman Pramila Jayapayal. There's no point in us negotiating against ourselves. More from CBS's Linda Kenyon. House progressives don't want to pass the bipartisan $1 trillion traditional infrastructure bill without first getting assurances that there will be movement on a second bill. It's a much more pricey proposition of social programs that is a tougher sell for moderate Democrats. A large employer makes a bold move on working from home. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. Accounting and consulting firm PwC has told Reuters it will allow all of its 40,000 employees to work virtually and live anywhere they want, making it one of the biggest employers to adopt permanent remote work. Workers who choose to work virtually will have to come into the office three days a month for team meetings, client visits, and training sessions. The company also says those who decide to work virtually full-time from a place with a cheaper cost of living will have their pay decreased. Jim Crisula, CBS News. S&P futures are up 11. Dow futures ahead, 113. This is CBS News. If you're checking for fever, the leading sign of COVID-19, beware of dangerously inaccurate non-contact thermometers. Instead, learn about Exergen at Exergen.com. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. With the help of Cheerios Oat Crunch Almond, I get everyone's morning started with a smile. It has a delicious and hearty combination of the Cheerios you love, whole grain oats, and sliced almonds for an extra crunchy crunch. That's how I set the rhythm for a great day. Look for Cheerios Oat Crunch Almond in your local grocery store. Sopranos fans are buying Gabagool and Joyadel before they sit down to watch. Many Saints of Newark debuts today in theaters and on HBO Max. The film follows a young Tony Soprano growing up in the mob scene in New Jersey in the 1960s and 70s. The actor who plays him is the late James Gandolfini's son, Michael Gandolfini. No spoilers here, but you will see a few Sopranos favorites pop in throughout the two-hour film, plus a ton of Easter eggs from the series. It was written by the show's creator, David Chase. It's been 14 years since The Sopranos suddenly cut to black. The series ran for six seasons, and for many, including myself, it's still one of the best shows of all time. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Digging dirt and shoveling a hole? Not a problem for 95-year-old Queen Elizabeth. She made her first public appearance in almost two months to plant a tree to kick off the UK's official planting season. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 
Ad paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-549-1985 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. 800-549-1985. 800-549-1985. What do you have to lose? Again, 800-549-1985. At Pizza Cottage, they always use the finest ingredients, treat their customers and employees like family, and always give back to the community. From pizzas to subs, wings to pasta, they have everything for your family to enjoy. You can also book their party rooms and their food truck. Pizza Cottage has a new location at 951 East State Street for dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through DoorDash. So visit them today or visit their website, www.pizza-cottage.com. Saturday, October 2nd is the Athens County Fall Recycling and Shred Day. From 9 to 1, located at the Athens Fairgrounds, free shredding of your documents and dropping off of metal appliances, vacuums, fans, water heaters, household batteries, and recyclables. And for a small fee, you may bring couches, mattresses, box spring, TVs, tires, fluorescents, and compact bulbs. Don't forget October 2nd, from 9 to 1 for the Fall Recycling and Shred Day, visit AHSWD. For more details, I'm John. You may know me as a commercial lender, but I'm also a craftsman and a dog dad. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find John or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. Join Kevin Dunnigan and Troy Bowen all season long for the Hewite Honda Football Friday Night Post Game Show. Immediately after the Athens County Game of the Week, join the guys for analysis, information, entertainment, and giveaways throughout the show. Have a question about a game in the area? Driving back from a football game? Call in at 740-592-1055 or toll free at 1-888-592-1055. It's the Hewite Honda Football Friday Night Post Game Show. Friday nights on 105.5 FM, Power 105. They say the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. In the same way, the journey to end poverty for good begins first with a child. A journey like this takes commitment from you and me. A commitment to end poverty for good. Learn how you can help at children.org right now. Pants Randy will talk gas prices, indie car stars of tomorrow, and you can learn how you can fly while still on the ground. That's Auto Smarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. It's when we dig deep. Loses it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier, steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! 
shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets Ticket Plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call one 800 990 Fair Hope Hospice, we celebrate life. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. Coach Turf, you're off to the beach as Seashore State is the next ball game. It's coming up this weekend. Well, that's right. You know, it is a road ball game, and I am real proud of the fact that you got the 19 and 37 Packard back here in one piece. So what I'm going to do is make sure that you didn't do nothing wrong, and I'm going to get our brand-new driver, old Skid Crawford, to fire that rascal up. Hey, Skid, fire up the old Packard, will you? Coach, that's just the way it was starting with me. Well, that's the way it's been starting ever since 1937. Listen, it's purring like a kitten. Now, it ain't a kitten, I know, but it, it, that, that thing runs like a fine watch. Listen to that rascal go. And we appreciate you driving around all week in that thing and, and appreciate you bringing it back to us so as we can make this road trip over to Seashore State. Well, I guess you've got everything packed and ready to go to the beach. That's right. We got us a brand new driver, old Skid Crawford. Nurse that, rascal. Nurse it. He's got everything. I meant to tell you about that uh, about that rattle, Coach. Uh, well, he's got everything packed in, in trunks and all the uniforms and all the equipment packed in the Packard, and we're ready to go. How do you get all your players on this one vehicle? Well, some of them ride in, some of them ride on, some of them ride behind. Do you have a limit on the number of players that you can take on a road trip? Only the ones that can suit up. I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. <laughs> And the Art Turf Show is proudly brought to you by the Kitchen Witch. Nothing burns, nothing spoils, overcooks, or overboils. <laughs> Coach Turf, you're ready to head to Seashore State in the road game this week. I see you have the Packard all ready to go, and I'm certainly glad to be giving uh, up the keys uh, to your new driver. Well, that's all right. We got Skid Crawford going to take good care of us. Of course, now, anytime you want to take the Packard for a week or a day or anything, a little spin around town, you just feel free. Maybe you can do it again next year. I think I'll let somebody else have that privilege. Well, Skid can take care of us. He's going to take us to the beach, and I understand that the Seashore State has got a real fine ball club. 
What do you know about them? You have a scouting report on them? Well, that's right. You know, we got a real fine scouting report. I understand they got real fine boys at their skill positions. Like, for example, they got a quarterback named of a Sturgeon, Stan Sturgeon. I understand he can hand off and uh, he can throw the football. He can run the football. He's a triple threat out there. In fact, he likes to throw the ball to his favorite wide receiver, boy named of a Schooner, Scott Schooner, and he likes to float over that field and catch that ball. And their favorite running back is a boy named of a Schroeder, Shrimp Schroeder. Uh, not a very big boy, but he can really scoot around them ends. What about your coaching opponent this weekend? Well, I understand that uh, Coach Sheffield, that's uh, Shark Sheffield, who's been coaching over the Seesaw State for quite a while, has got a real fine uh, bunch of folks that helps him out behind the scenes. Good supporting cast, then. Well, that's right. You know, like, for example, his secretary, a girl named of, uh, Sue Salisbury, you know, helps him out in the office. But not only that, she uh, is out there during the ball game selling the programs, and they do something real cute. They print their programs on seashells. So Sue Salisbury, who's the sensational secretary to Shark Sheffield, coach at Seashore State, sells seashells at Surf Stadium home games so the spectators can spot the star signal caller Stan Sturgeon and his supporting squad Scott Schooner and Shrimp Schroeder. Is that what you're telling me? I'm glad you said that. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turk. Yes, indeed. Booming sunshine this morning. It's 51 degrees outside, headed up to 75. Tomorrow they say 81 and mostly sunny, but Sunday... Sunday we're going to see some rain. So get that yard work done tomorrow. Wrapping up the week. But starting a whole new month. Today. October. to welcome a couple new sponsors to the station. Let's see here. Help me, Scott. We've got... Uh, cottage Pizza. Cottage Pizza. Yep. Have you been there yet? I have not, but I it, have. it is on, on the agenda. Yeah, I have. It's very nice. Yeah. I have had that uh, at another location, Oh. and it is delish. I think they have like seven different locations around uh, the Lancaster, Central Ohio area. Okay. Yeah, it's it's good. Good stuff. I've I never see. had bad pizza. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, sometimes there's pizza places that don't offer pasta dishes. Yeah, well, subs. They, they do there. Sandwiches, yep. I like the variety. Yes. And um, frankly, they also have a bar. <laughs> I leave it to yourself whether you want that or not, but I do. Um... Let's see here. Who else? Well, um, or the Ornery Vets Cafe. Yep. 
recycle day. Recycling is yep. tomorrow. Tomorrow, the big day for collecting all of the um, larger items, those harder items that um, are, are hard to dispose of, but yet are recyclable. So, um, I mean, anything from refrigerators to, well, you get the point. Batteries. Big items. Yeah. Furniture. And hard to uh, d- dis, um, hard to um, dispose. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, that's tomorrow, and that's at the fairgrounds, right? I believe it is. Okay. Yep. Um, it's a Friday, folks, and um, of course we had a, a, a fun event last night. Oh that, yes. And we're talking about the uh, the football game, the Bengals, and. Um, you know, I have um, Spectrum as my uh, TV supplier service. Service provider. And did not, um, have never really fully understood all the different things they offer. But you mentioned yesterday in the studio that uh, you thought it was going to be on channel 346. Yeah, 1346, the NFL network. Well, I went to just 346. Mm-hmm. It was there too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can get it either one. Is What's the difference? None? Nothing. Just a, Is one high definition, the other one isn't? No, or? I think they all are pretty okay. much now. Well, anyway. According to what the Spectrum technician told me the last time I spoke with them. Well, anyway, we watched the game. My wife was just uh, enthralled. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was watching. And um, uh, what was your uh, take, come away from it? Well, I'll tell you what. It was an exciting buildup to the game. You know, they kept talking about Urban Meyer's background. You know, born in Toledo, raised in Ashtabula, went to college at UC, first high school coaching job at St. X and then uh, moved on. I think he went to Bowling Green after that and then Utah and then to Florida where he beat Ohio State in a national championship game and then uh, got out of coaching for, what, a year, two, three? I don't know. Something like that. Then he came to Ohio State. You know, they kept banging on that, it seemed like. I'm like, all right, enough of that, you know? So it was a. I mean, it's okay, but it seemed like it kept getting. But what's run more into the is ground. he was the coach of the opposing team. Yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, they had the number one pick from last year, quarterback Trevor Lawrence, and I thought Lawrence played really well the first half. Uh, you know, they the Bengals had a couple questionable penalties called on them. Um, and, you know, the, Jacksonville may have thought the same thing in the second half, but that's part of the game. All right, the Bengals went in at halftime down 14 to nothing, and it seemed like Jacksonville was just having their way with the Bengals. An 0-3 Jacksonville team with not a lot of veterans on that team. Cincinnati had some more veterans, I will say, but it was a, a classic matchup of the number one pick from last year and the number one pick from the previous year in Joe Burrow 
as a lot of people know. Um, so the Bengals got it in gear at halftime. Now the, the Bengals kicker missed the field goal in the first half, that it was a very makeable field goal. And I, I remember thinking they just had a kicker last year that basically couldn't make a field goal in the clutch. And I'm thinking, not again this year. So the first half was like a Jacksonville first half. You know, and uh, Urban was feeling pretty good about himself, I could tell. And he was on the sideline. You could read his lips a couple of times. And uh, one time after the second touchdown, uh, you could see him say, that was a good drive. And it was a good drive by Jacksonville. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, is he's quicker than I thought he was for 6-6. Quarterback, he made some nice runs, some nice third-down conversions. And the Bengals' defense just kind of was – sitting standing by i know they were trying to defend but jacksonville just played better in the first half second half it was a different story the bengals came out and played better in the second half and i'm sure there are a few people out there whether they want to admit it or not they were ready to go to bed at halftime when the bengals were not playing very well down 14 to nothing Mm -hmm. but uh joey came back out and delivered again in the second half uh scored a couple touchdowns and got that game-winning field goal there at the end. But uh, Joe doesn't panic. I mean, they were talking about that, they being the announcers in the post-game analysis. They could just – they they raved about Joe having such composure and not panicking and being able to drive the Bengals down the field a couple times. Now, they, the Bengals were helped by a penalty where I think it was a third down and they, they didn't get the conversion, but – uh, I think there was a holding penalty maybe that helped the Bengals get a first down and continued that drive for their uh, second touchdown, I think it was. That's more detail than I can remember. <laughs> it's it's um, anyway, the Bengals did win. Yeah. And um, so their record now is? Three and one. Three and one. Yeah, first their, place. Their sole loss is to? Um the Chicago Bears, okay. which they should have won that game. They could be easily be 4-0 right now. Joey had a nice interview after the game. I don't know if you saw it or not. My wife did. What a class guy. I mean, he was very articulate. I was out of the room for a bit, but I came back in, and, and just in time to see Joe come out of the locker room with a sign that he evidently – had borrowed from a, a fan, and he signed it and handed it to the little girl that had been handling it in the first place. Well, he he was doing was the something inter- like he that. yeah he did he was doing the interview, and the little girl apparently had the sign that said that she flew all the way from San Diego to see her first Bengals game. She was with her mother, and uh, they were sitting there doing the interview, and apparently somebody from the NFL Network went up and got the sign from the little girl out of the stands while Joey was sitting there. So he did not actually bring that out with him. I see. Uh, They handed it down to him, and one of the uh, post-game analysis uh, people asked, you know, if Joe would sign that. And he, he said, sure. He picked up a Sharpie right there and signed it. And then what I thought was really cool is he kind of set it aside, or he didn't really set it aside. They took it from him. And after the interview, uh, Joe got up, took the earbuds out, and was getting ready to 
you know, go back in the locker room and he looked for the sign and they told him, that's okay, we'll take it to her. And he said, no, that's, I want to take it to her. Yeah. So he, you could see what he said clear as, clear as a bell, but he took the sign back up and handed it up to that little girl. That's something she'll always remember. But Jimmy told me, I don't know how a month ago or so, that whenever Joe's out and kids, people recognize him, Jimmy said Joey's so good with kids. And he takes time to talk to them and sign autographs for them. Neat. Yeah. And it's just, you know, another example of the, the, the excellent disposition that Joe possesses about uh, being courteous, professional at the same time, and being one of the toughest competitors I've ever seen take to the field, too, despite the injury. And I was so glad he didn't get hurt again last night. Every game I'm glad when he yeah. doesn't get hurt. Well, you know, he had that um, – what they said was an injury that would take a year to heal. Yeah. He's like three-quarters of the way through that recovery period. And uh, he played the full game last night. Yeah, he's he says he's at 100% or almost at 100%. So. He is wearing a brace. Yes. And, um, well, enough. Um, yeah, but it, wasn't it fun, though, to watch that? Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I prefer in person. Oh, yeah. But because um, I don't have all these analysis, you know, all these people doing analytics of, of what they just saw. i rather just take it in my own head. Yeah, I, I turn down the TV announcers a lot of times, yeah. too. Be, uh, I those two guys that were on last night, they've been on for years. Well, they're good. You know, that one guy. Joe Buck? Yes. He's terrific. Yeah, I, I usually end up turning down those guys. But, uh, and it, yeah, they, you know, of course they've been in the game for a long time. They know what they're, what's going on at the game, too. But they're certainly was, better. Yeah, yeah. But the, the folks post-game on the panel there of the NFL Network, they were just so complimentary of, uh, Joe's performance and, you know, not letting the pressure get to him. There were, the Boo Birds were out in Cincinnati in the first half. Huh? The Boo Birds in the stands, they were booing when halftime came about. Okay. And I'm like, really, people? Well. Okay, yeah, they're not playing that great, but look at the quarterback you have now. Maybe they were just trying to inspire them. Well, yeah, I, whatever. And it seemed what to did. work. Yeah. You know? Joey mentioned, too, something else I thought was really good is that in the post-game interview that, uh, you know, he realizes that Cincinnati fans, Bengals fans, haven't had a lot to cheer about from the product that has been put out on the field. And he says, we want our fans to know that we are uh, working hard every day to give them a good product to cheer about and be happy about. And uh, once again, you know, Joe delivered in the second half. Mr. Clutch, they were chanting MVP in the stands when he was doing his interview after the game. That was pretty cool. <laughs> They're going to have a tougher let game me, coming up this week. Let me but. change things completely. Okay. Uh, sneak to next door and see when Liz might be available. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, folks, uh, today is October 1st. <clears throat> 
Today is National Economic Education Month. It is World Smile Day. It's National Homemade Cookies Day. National Hair Day. National Black Dog Day. National Fire Pup Day. National Manufacturing Day and National Body Language Day. The, the one that I don't understand, I guess, is National Hair Day. What do you mean you don't get it, Dave? Wait, wait, wait. Someone's <laughs> in the back of the studio here. Yeah. Let me turn on another mic, I guess. Say that again. What do you mean you don't get National Hair Day, Dave? Well, look at my hair. <laughs> it's like my my day to, to thrive. Well, it's it's your it's your one of your signature things. It is for it sure. Is. Okay, folks. Um, perhaps you've heard Liz. Hi, guys. Liz is um, hosts a show here on this station. From is it noon to four? I do. I do WATH from noon to four. I play some classic rock. Yeah. Now, Liz, where are you from? I am from a very, very, very small town in Texas, but I was raised right here in Athens, Ohio. Well, where in Texas? It's Just called it's called Smithville, and they are known for two things. You could kind of equate it to like the plains of Athens. It's a small uh, high school sports town, and they're known for the world's largest gingerbread man, who uh, is made out of wood. And then a film called Hope Floats with Sandra Bullock was also filmed there. Okay. And, and at what age did you end up in Athens? Um, gosh, I mean, I was probably only uh, a few weeks. This is all I've oh, known. Oh, I see. I yeah. See. Okay, so really this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I visit, but yeah, this is my home. Sure. Now, um, well, what are your interests in life? Uh, well, uh, now... The, the you know being a broadcaster's come up in my life and become really important i love working uh with animals i think uh, animal welfare is a really huge issue that needs to be tapped on a little bit more and i i love art yeah. now how did it come that you came out here and asked us for a job um well the the virus happened i was actually working at um, PetSmart, and I have a uh, immune-compromised father, so I took the took the furlough, and I I realized that uh, somebody I know, Penny Penny Purdy, uh, needed a, a fill-in. No, so no, 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 no. It's Penny Purdy Purdy. Purdy Purdy. You have to say it twice. Penny she, Purdy Purdy. She married him twice. <laughs> well, uh, she was my guitar teacher in middle school. And what a great gal. Oh, she's amazing. We always got along. We've got to get her more active again. She oh, used I to agree. be really keenly involved with us, but, but that's who brought me she's here, yeah. taken on an art project lately. Anyway, go ahead. Penny Purdy is responsible. Penny Purdy Purdy. Penny Purdy Purdy is responsible for uh, me being the DJ that I am on Power 105 and on WATH. Yeah. And I'm very, very grateful for her. For now, that. do you know that your style is unique? Uh, I've been told. And what have they said? Um, Liz, your style is awfully unique. 
<laughs> no, I mean more specifically. Well, uh, I mean you just converse. Yeah. Well, you know. You just talk about everyday stuff. It's 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 true, and uh, I think you know people kind of either approach me because of my style or don't approach me because of my style uh and you know it kind of weaves out some people and it kind of brings in the people that i'd prefer and like to talk to i'm a very open book and a conversationalist for sure well i know you're on live right now over on power one <laughs> i am i'm slacking. so i'm i'm uh, i've taken you away from that but i just wanted to have our audience know a little bit more about you because you're on right here yeah. On WATH from noon to four. That's right. So folks, tune in and catch Liz, Liz Huber. And I'll also be uh, driving the Jambulance today. In a oh, that's right. Of course, we've I got a homecoming. Make sure to say that. <laughs> Athens yes. High School folks uh, having their homecoming event tonight, their game that is. I guess there's a homecoming dance tomorrow maybe, right? Uh, I, would as- I would assume so. I would assume so too. But there is a, a parade of sorts tonight and then a game. And the Jambulance. So keep an right? eye out the for The famous the... Uh, WATH, WXTQ Jambulance will be in the parade. And and uh, this week you've learned how to drive it, I right? did. I did. <laughs> and I was so, so scared. But I, I'm falling in love with that vehicle. I really am. I love oh, it. Oh, nice. <laughs> what time does the parade begin? I believe it uh, begins at 4.30, or 430? at least that's when I was told to get there. So. Okay. Where did we, did we finally the, get the details, like where to convene and stuff? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Do you know where the parade route? That I do not know okay. yet, um, but I would assume it'd be down either high, high School Street and then McDonald Street. That's what it's called, right? The one, one with not McDonald's really. on it? No, no, it's not actually called that. Plains Road or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I would assume it would go down that main strip. Okay, yeah. But I'm sure they have more information on their website. One hopes. Yeah, so go out and wave to Liz. Yeah, give me a holler. In the parade and there say, we love you, Liz. <laughs> That's what we do here. I'll do my best to uh, <laughs> take it slow and just do a good job and wave at everybody. Now, folks, uh, one, one <laughs> thing we'll caution you about is <clears throat> um, Liz is, um, well, if you have color... You know, if you have problems with bright colors, <laughs> you may want to wear sunglasses. Put a flash warning on me. <laughs> um, she is uh, extremely attractive with lots of bright colors. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, wear, I, wear your sunglasses if bright colors bother you. I want to say before you go, too, that I'm I'm blessed to have another morning co-worker in you and i enjoy oh goodness having you here this each morning oh well too, it's, so. it's always a joy for me watching you uh groove groove in the studio i'll, I'll pop in power 105 every now and again like, i'm watching scott daly just absolutely get down in the <laughs> wath studio today <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have fun don't we <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and you know <laughs> once again when you think of your age yeah i'm 23 just about okay but i didn't mean to give that away specifically but your age versus Scott's. Yeah, I'm not much older than that. <laughs> now, so wait a it's, minute. It's fun, you know. It's what we do, right? Okay, yeah. but the point is, our <laughs> two different stations offer two different formats or age group of music. Mm-hmm. And yet, you seem to enjoy both. I do, I do. 
That's uh, cool. It's taken me a second to kind of take on the the pop music kind of culture, mm-hmm. um, but I've I've grown to really love it. And then I get to go back and and play what I really love, which is a lot of classic rock. And it's nice to have the 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 best of both worlds. There you go, Liz Huber, folks. Um, Thank you, Dave. Make sure you catch her. All right, and we'll see you in the parade tonight. Catch me over on Power 105, 6 a.m. to 10, WATH, 12 to 4. There you go. All right. Thank see you. See you. You're welcome, Thanks guys. for coming over. And now get back to work. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. I think I did this already, but we'll do it one more time. Today is National Economic <coughs> Education Month. It's National World Smile Day. National Homemade Cookies Day, National Hair Day. Now, well, dig into that one. National <laughs> Hair Day. I'll go on. It's National Black Dog Day, National Fire Pup Day, National Manufacturing Day, and National Body Language Day. But National Hair Day, what? I don't get that. Yeah, we are getting there as as we speak. You're still looking. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, the the site is making me anticipate more and more too. Something else I wanted to wanted to uh, check out was that National Pup Fire Pup Day. Well, I'm I'm making an assumption, but okay. many fire departments have uh, a, assumed a, away. Many fire departments have a a dog on their crew. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the. Dalmatian or something like that? Well, whatever. But uh, I, that's what I was assuming. Okay. We'll see what we can find out. National Hair Day gives the nod to all the styles, products, tools, and people who keep our hair healthy and looking its best. Okay. So, Gina, this is for you, in my case. Gina, who's your uh, haired person? Uh, her name is Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Cassie, this is for you. <laughs> okay. Now, the other one you were wondering about, oh, the yeah. fire pup business? Yeah. Uh, let me see what I can dig here. Dig, dig, dig. National Fire Pup Day, also recognized on October 1st, which is today, recognizes the canine firefighters that have long been members of fire departments yeah. across the country. While the Dalmatians' origin is unknown. Their use in firehouses began during the 1700s. Its uh, agility transferred quickly to horse-drawn fire engines, and even though they were only for carriage work, they were the ones who mostly filled the role of fire dogs. Fair enough. On this day in history, let's go back to the year 1688 when Prince Willem III of Orange accepts invitation of take up the British crown. Eighteen fourteen, opening of the Congress of Vienna, which redrew Europe's political map after the defeat of Napoleon Bonaparte. Eighteen sixty seven, Karl Marx. Das Kapital was published. 1908. By the way, we're talking about all of these dates on this date of 
October 1st. Henry Ford introduces the Model T car. You did? You, I don't know as I ever knew this. Do you know what it cost? Um, I do not. Three hundred? Well, no. Eight hundred and twenty-five dollars. Brand new. And let's see here. 1988, Mikhail Gorbachev becomes chairman of the Presidium of the Supreme Soviet, effectively heading the state of the Soviet Union. All right, some uh, famous birthdays. Bonnie Parker. Now, was she a crook? Yes. Remember the duo, Bonnie and Clyde? Okay. Clyde Barrow? I think she's smoking a pipe here. I think she did, yes. In this photograph? Yeah. Anyway, she didn't live very long, 1910 to 1934. Another person no longer alive is Charles VI. Born in 1685, died in 1740. Charles VI, are we talking England or what? Charles VI of France. France, okay. Yes. Called the Beloved and later the Mad. (laughs) It went from one extreme to the other, it sounds like. Beloved to Mad. Yes. That is kind of an extremely... Yeah, on opposite ends of the spectrum, maybe. Was the king of France from 1380 until his death in 1422. Um, oh, here's one. No, 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 no. We got a different Charles. Oh, all right. This one was born in 1685, died in 1740. Born in 1685. All right, let's try that one. Charles the Sixth. He, uh, well, here's another Charles the Sixth. That must have been a popular... Number. <laughs> he was the Holy Roman Emperor and ruler of the Austrian Habsburg monarchy from 1711 until his death, succeeding his elder brother, Joseph I. He unsuccessfully claimed the throne of Spain following the death of his relative, Charles II. Hmm. Okay. Two um, birthdays to celebrate today. Both are living. First of all is Theresa May, who today uh, is celebrating her 65th birthday. Theresa May. Yeah, wasn't she like uh, the Prime Minister of Britain? Well, let's just see. I'm thinking so. Theresa Mary, Lady May, is a British politician who served as the Prime Minister of the U.K., and leader of the Conservative Party from 2016 to 2019. She also served as the Home Secretary from 2010 to 2016 in the Cameron government and has been the Member of Parliament for Maidenhead in Berkshire since 1997. And the final birthday is that of former President Jimmy Carter, celebrating his 97th All right, two deaths to mention. E.B. White, 
He was born in 1899, but died on this date in 1985. Um, boy, that name's so familiar to me. How do you spell that first name? Just initials E-B. E-B, okay. E.B. White. Correct. Was an American writer. He was the author of several highly popular books for children, including Stuart Little, Charlotte's Web, The Trumpet of the Swan. In a 2020 survey of school library journal readers, Charlotte's Web uh, came in first in their poll of the top 100 children's novels. The other death to mention today Mm. is that of uh, Louis Leakey, L-E-A-K-E-Y, who died, uh, well, he was born in 1903, died in 1972. Louis Seymour Bazette Leakey was a Kenyan-British paleontropologist, that's a mouthful, isn't it, Mm -hmm. an archaeologist whose work was important in demonstrating that humans evolved in Africa, particularly through the discoveries made at Olduvai Gorge with his wife, fellow paleontologist Mary Leakey. Now, the only other thing they they have on this uh, particular report today is something we've already mentioned, but mm-hmm. it's it's still kind of cool. And it's the birth date of the Model T, right? And uh, but here they have an actual copy of a advertisement that ran in a newspaper announcing the the fact that these cars are now for sale. Now, previously, we had a report saying they were $825. This one says $950. It's the Ford Model T touring car. The price just went up in the last 15 minutes. Well, mercy, if you can find one now, I'm sure it's thousands <laughs> of dollars. As a, you know, as I'm, a yes, I'm sure. Unique thing. Okay, what else? Let's see here. In 1846, an aesthetic uh, was used for the first time by Dr. William Morton, who was an American dentist, for the purpose of extracting a tooth. 1846. Now think how cautious they are about anesthetics and different things like that, and how they've, over the years, you have very specific things for specific types of procedures, you know. And then, and then there's drugs, right? Drugs, meaning illegal things that are supposed to do this and that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this this was someone very cautiously using something to make uh, the painful extraction of a tooth. Less so. And how cautious he must have been. What else do we have? In 
in the year 551 B.C., Confucius was born on this date. And if, you, if you've heard that name but don't exactly remember why, he was one of the most famous ancient Chinese philosophers. His teachings are moral and ethical compass for people wishing to live fulfilling and meaningful lives under Confucianism. Easy for some to say. Yeah. Today, Confucius say. Yeah. Today we celebrate his birthday and the impact his life made on the world. And they say, celebrate Confucius with us by taking a closer look at his life. Confucius say, everything has its beauty, but not everyone sees it. Uh. Confucius say, life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. All right. Well, just a couple blurbs out of that. By the way... Yeah, by the way, it is uh, something still lacking here in this program, I do believe, for a Friday. Oh, 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 you're absolutely right. Yabba Dabba Do. <laughs> there it well, is. I don't really remember how this ever got started. Yeah, it's but official. It is... Uh, a requirement now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, somebody called in one day, and when you did that, they mentioned that you should start doing that every Friday. How do you make this pen work? Which one is oh, it? Oh, I see. What you got to take the plastic cap off the top. That one. There you go. Okay. Just another bit of trivia. Charlie Chaplin passed away on this date. Now, wait a minute. Is this right? Uh, I think that was yesterday, maybe. Anyway, they go on to say, when thinking of Charlie Chaplin, you might think you'd need to take a huge step back in time. However, that really isn't the case. In fact, the actor passed away in 1977, which was the same year that Apple Computer was invented. Or found it. The most mind-blowing part of it all was the difference in eras. Charlie Chaplin, of course, came from the world of black and white, silent movies, while Apple was about to change the world with its breakthrough technology designs. Oh, yeah, that was... Um <clears throat> I think that's just one of the trivial things. I don't think he necessarily passed Not yesterday. On this date, right. Yeah. Just comparing the silent films that he starred in to how much technology is now available beginning on that date that he did. Well I mean, I remember in this collection, it still had a story about how Ronald Reagan, as a young lifeguard, saved 77 people from drowning. That's just amazing. Yeah. 
I wonder how many lifeguards can say they saved one. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I was a lifeguard at Worthington for about three months. And the Worthington pool system was wonderful. But it was a summer pool. You know what I mean? A neighborhood mm-hmm. pool. Yep. But um, City pool, something like that? Yes. But um, it was on the campus of the um, high school. Did I ever have to jump in the water to help someone? Yes, I did that. But were, were they drowning? No. They were typically young people who um, got into too deep a water and stuff like that. I guess if I hadn't jumped in, they might have gotten in real trouble. But anyway, I had to help an older woman once who just... um, she had been doing strokes, you know, um, what do you call it, lanes. Mm-hmm. I think she just overdid it. Anyway. All right, well, let's see here. Let's do our COVID statistics. It's been a couple of days since we've touched them in any detail. You know, I hear conflicting reports. You do, too. Some say things are improving. Some say things are not. But here in Athens, yesterday we had 32 new cases, which is kind of typical. We had 30 the day before that, 32 the day before that, 27 the day before that. So we've had a total now in Athens of 7,223 cases. Now that represents 11% of our population here. Presently, 257 cases are in the hospital. Six thousand one hundred and seventy one have recovered. So if you take the difference, which is about seven hundred people are recovering, presumably at home. Vaccinations. We are slower than the state but we are at 47.12%. 47% have been vaccinated in our county. If you've missed my show recently, well, of course, I was missing myself on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, I received my booster shot last Sunday. So I'm fully and then some. (laughs) 
in the death in the death rate for our county 65 it's been that for over a week no new ones in other words okay let's move on to the state of Ohio we're not going to have time to get through all of the uh, you know national world international all that stuff we have about three minutes two and a half I guess remaining but in the state of Ohio um, there were 6,530 new cases yesterday bringing the total to 1,414,000 cases. I'm rounding these off. Active cases right now, 140,500. 9,491 yesterday were in ICU environment. That's interesting. One of my old soccer players calling me. I'll have to call him after the show. Okay, let's see. 63,592 are in non-ICU hospital settings. 1,266, actually 1,267,000 have recovered. Statewide, 54% of our state people have been um, vaccinated. That's great. Statewide deaths, 21,945. Now, if Athens were like the state, we would have 7,900 cases instead of 7,200 cases. You understand that? That's 680 more cases. So Athens, keep up the good work. And as I said, that's basically all the time we've got. But we'll watch it over the weekend and we'll give you an update on Monday. Looking ahead... Otis Cochran joins us next week on Wednesday. It should be a fun show. Go Bobcats tomorrow. That's right. 3.30 kickoff. Ohio State, 3.30 kickoff. Tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, have a wonderful weekend, and be careful. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The drug maker Merck says it's developed the first pill to treat COVID-19. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. This pill, which is twice a day, taken for five days, molnupiravir, 
um, reduced hospitalization uh, by 50% in patients with mild to moderate COVID-19 with at least one risk factor. Those include obesity, diabetes, or heart disease. Merck says it stopped monitoring its trial early because the results were so promising. Now the company will apply to the FDA for emergency use authorization. A member of the Supreme Court has been infected. Correspondent Steve Dorsey is in Washington. The Supreme Court says Justice Brett Kavanaugh tested positive during routine COVID-19 screening. The 56-year-old has no symptoms and is fully vaccinated. Kavanaugh had been planning to attend a ceremony for the court's newest justice, Amy Coney Barrett. The rest of the justices were tested and none came up positive. A legal challenge to a new abortion law is going before a judge. CBS's Jim Crisula. A federal judge today will consider a Biden administration lawsuit to temporarily block the most restrictive abortion law in the country. It bans most abortions and has prompted women to go across state lines to get care. Opponents say the law is the biggest challenge to the constitutional right to an abortion in a half century. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she may hold a vote on President Biden's $1 trillion infrastructure package a day after she called it off over continued pushback from progressives. CBS News Chief Political Analyst John Dickerson. This is a debate within a party. Everybody's wearing the same jersey. It's a family debate. And this is what happens with legislation. It's messy. There are serious things at stake. More than a month after Hurricane Ida slammed into Louisiana, thousands of people still have no power. CBS's Jesse Mitchell checked in with members of the Hodge family south of New Orleans. What's your biggest concern now? The mildew in the ceiling and mold growing and contaminating it that will be in livable